for the moment that you've all been waiting for. From the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style right here on this podcast. Because you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. But double your pleasure, double your fun, because right now you've got two hogsmen for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke can't make it this week. The city's going to try and make it next week. But it is Tuesday night, December 1st. We're almost over this clusterfuck of a year called 2020. That's right, one month left. Exactly. Uh, I think 2020 is a month, right? Uh, it, we it, had January. It seems never ending. February 2020. Does it bother anyone else when people say, I can't wait for this year to be over? It's as if bu- January is going to be any different? Like, this is going to be a restart? Like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's over. Everyone go back out and then we'll reassess in a month. Like, no, it's going to be the same. No, as because I am one of those people who very, I'm very much interested in this year ending and being over. So I get it. I realize that it's just symbolic. Yeah, the ball's going to drop and then more coronavirus cases are going to drop. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, they're talking about a, uh, a vaccine. There's and- a poltergeist in this room. Uh, <laughs> a bobblehead of Mike Camden just went flying off of a desk. And it was near a fire, so thank God that the poultry guys didn't dip it in fire before it shot it off the table. Excellent. The power uh, of Christ compels you. The power of Christ. Now I don't even remember what I compels you. Say. <laughs> uh, we were talking about this year. And- oh, we're, we're 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 still very deep in the weeds. I think um, even with this talks of a vaccine, and I still think we have 2021 to like get through. Like as far as. Did you guys see the report today? The CDC officially uh, they voted on giving the the vaccine to first responders and whatnot. They did a vote. It was thirteen to one. So there's one person out there that's like, no, no, no. The first responders and the medical people they don't get it first. Well, you know, we elect geniuses into office. We're seeing yeah. right now. But anyways, we're uh, good guy. <laughs> Good guy. I wonder if he was just pissed because he's like, I would like to volunteer. And they're like, he's like, I volunteer as tribute. And they're like, no, this has to be widespread. He's like, me. Do it on me. And they said, no. He's like, fuck you. No one gets it then. Yeah. Yeah, man. But anyways, things are about to get worse in San Diego. I'm pretty sure they're in a lockdown uh, restaurants for everything. Uh, they're going to lock down a lot of things. Uh, no mass. No more outdoor dining. I'm pretty sure they're going to announce it at least Thursday or Friday. So that sucks. Thank you. Uh, Hope everyone had a good uh, Thanksgiving. Yep. Before they lock you down. Hopefully everyone was yep. safe and not sick. I mean, the lockdown worked like a charm last time, so might as well do it again, right? That's right. That's what I keep saying and have been saying since day one. But I am... Lethal uh, lockdown. I am... Uh, December edition. Better off on this lockdown. My wife purchased a Peloton bicycle spin bike. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And, uh, well, it's not I a bicycle because it doesn't go anywhere. And there's only one wheel. I just checked it. At so. least I have uh, a little bit of uh, gym equipment in my house. Uh, I've been killing it on this bad dog for the past couple days. 
Uh, yeah, man. Did you? I, I just noticed this. This Peloton logo. If you flip it and reverse it, this is if this is this is a Missy Elliott. If you flip and reverse the logo, it's the Beats logo. It's just a P instead of a B. Did not notice that. Boom. But anyways, yep. Got a Peloton, so I'm set for this lockdown. How much weight are you going to lose this one? Because last time you gained quite a bit of weight. 30 yeah, to 40 pounds. No, no, I gained about 15. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll uh, be able to level it off, at least maintain. I'm at like 209 right now, so maybe we'll stay at that. That's a good weight. Anyways, how are my 45-pound uh, dumbbells that you borrowed from me? They're Collecting good. dust? No, I use them. Yeah, that's cool. Using them. I actually won't be able to use them tomorrow, which is my shoulder day, because I took my kid to the trampoline park today. Sick. And try. I've never done corkscrew backflips before. Uh, that's called a uh, full. A full. It's okay. called a back full. I a back believe. full? Well, yeah. You sound back full of shit, but I was practicing these back fulls today uh, for the first time ever, and <laughs> I, I over-rotated, so I did a flip and a half and landed right on my left shoulder. So I won't be throwing uh, any left-handed footballs anytime soon, and I probably won't be doing shoulder day. I'm actually impressed. You, you were doing that? A yeah. Full? Back full? Yeah. Good for you, man. My uh, older brother uh, tore his ACL doing that. Nice. I won't be doing it next week yeah. when we're in the red tier. <laughs> yep. I think he, he, we were like like 18 or 19. My, my older brother's like a year older than me. Um, and we were at a house, little house party. Not a big one, just like a small gathering. We've all been drinking and stuff like that, a bunch of kids. And there was a trampoline there, and my brother was just on it and you know we were pretty sick with uh the uh tumbling routines on the trampoline back in the day and he goes for a, a, a back full and just destroyed his knee sick and of course we're all kids and like drunk so he was, <laughs> he was there like in a, in like pain yeah and we're like drinking we're Drink like, through it shut up pussy you didn't do shit uh i so for my 16th birthday that's all I wanted was a, a trampoline. I knew I was going to wrestle. I knew I was going to wrestle. I, I didn't know whether of any wrestling schools at the time. This and is, that's basically a starter kit. Yeah, this is pre. Um, this is pre MySpace even. So there was really like if they didn't have a blog site up or a website, you couldn't figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I, I got a trampoline. I layered some stuff over the trampoline. I don't remember what. I think it was cardboard, like layers of cardboard that I had taped together. So it was more like a, a ring, uh, like a mat. And um, me and my buddies would, you know, have wrestling matches on there. I had a giant, one of those, like, body pillows that I would wrestle. I'd put, put some stuff. I don't remember what I put in there. I tried to weight it down because those things are so fluffy. Anyway, but this is my first day. I get it. I'm 16. And I think I just came back from Arizona. I was probably working a double out there. <laughs> and uh, come in the backyard. Hey, look, we got you. Trampoline. Fuck, yeah. This is sick. So I go out there. And uh, my mom's acting goofy and shit. I'm on the trampoline and I do something and I fucking like almost fell completely off and bang the shit out of my hip. Mm-hmm. Like what was coming down went bam, just metal on hip came down, <laughs> tried to land as my foot's going down. There's a, uh, the hose was there, but it had a connected, it had a connection at the end of the hose so that it would, you know, spray differently in the yard. So it hit a, wider surface area so I'm coming down after seeing that and I go oh I can't step on this I have to move my foot and so I turn and I twist my ankle I like sprain my ankle like a grade 3 sprain or some shit trying to avoid that after I just fuck up my hip and I'm like oh Jesus Christ oh oh my god I fucking killed myself the first day on this trampoline mom comes out she's like okay I was gonna tell you but we have a surprise party for you we're gonna go there right now we're gonna go drive to the surprise party Uh I can't tell you 
<laughs> are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> I'm like dying. I'm in my head. I'm like, I need to go to the ER. Like, I think I broke my ankle and my hip is probably fractured. So you don't want to tell your mom that because then no, no, you, you, the trampoline gets taken. Yeah, away. it's the Ralphie. You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, man, you didn't live if you didn't fall off a trampoline. No. That's how, that toughens you up. These kids with their little safety nets up around the, the, the trampoline nowadays, they don't understand the feeling of helplessness when you take a bad bounce and all of a sudden you are getting shot the direction that is going off the trampoline and you, you can do nothing about it. Right. Let me explain this too. Um, if you have fallen off a trampoline, there's also a 50% chance you didn't live. So it's, you know, if you didn't have one, you didn't live. If you did, uh, you, you maybe lived. I don't know. I remember, uh, one, I think it was like probably my, yeah, I was still 16 at the time and it was pouring rain in San Diego. And, uh, my buddy and I are like, dude, let's try. Like, this is the day that we're going to hit a double backflip on this thing. Like, we'll do the double bounces, and this is definitely the day. You basically we'll... wanted to be the king of your block. Oh, the king of the block, for sure. Yeah. Everyone saw. Yeah. It was, you know, you, you hit a double backflip on a trampoline, you're swinging a big one. That The word gets around pretty quick. Even without the internet mm -hmm. back in the day, the word got around. Word got around. Anyway, we did it. Word got around, and here I am, hosting really? my own podcast with you. So, Good yeah. for you, man. You're basically Ricochet. Yeah, it worked out. You're basically Ricochet. <laughs> Uh, Dev, I don't know if you noticed my shirt, but this is uh, the Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm, nice uh, version of Mike uh, Mike Tyson. Has he done anything lately? He had a fight Saturday night. Did you watch it? I did not. I heard it was going to be dumb, so I didn't watch it. Uh, Adam, did you watch it? I, you did. Uh, I watched the highlights, and then I watched it on YouTube the next day. Nice. But uh, yeah, you know, he looked great. For, I think he's what fifty three. Yeah, something like that. He's fifty three. He was moving like a fucking stud. Uh, Roy Jones, he looked good too. Came in a little bit softer than than Mike. Mike looked like he fucking put the work in in the gym. Uh, he'll always have the muscle memory for yeah. that for that peekaboo style he has. That serious head movement. Um, I watched it. He looked good, man, for his age. He looked great for a guy who's 53 years old, hasn't boxed in 15 years. He looked great, man. Let's not let, let's not go any further than that. No, he, I say I, I think him and him and Mayweather. Here we go. No. Uh, well, they're already talking about him and Holyfield again. No, oh my I'm God. completely against that. I'm completely against that. Yeah. Have you seen the videos of, of Holyfield? Oh yeah, you I, I'm brain dead. He's he's stage. Six. I don't even know if that is stage six CTE. If you look at almost anyone who boxed, what's right, they've, what's they've all Holyfield kind of lost now? their cognitive functions. Holyfield stayed in the game way too long because he has like thirteen kids with like fifteen women, and he, he like he just he those numbers don't add up. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Um, but he uh, he just stayed in the game way too long, and unfortunately. That's what happens. Even when you win, you still get taken damage, right? It's like what Bane told Batman. Victory has defeated you. You know, like, he might have been winning some fights, but he was still losing in the long run. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but no, I've seen, like, Holyfield, like, training, like, little clips of him training. It looks terrible. Plus, the guy, he, if, you, if you haven't heard him speak, he, he can't even put words together. Yeah. I'm 100% against that. You know, Roy Jones still talks pretty well uh, for a guy that fought however long he did. He, you know, he was, he's good on commentary whenever he does boxing commentary. 
you know, Mike Tyson still is pretty pretty well spoken, considering you know he's got his certain style of speech. Uh, speech, but he said a one man show recently, didn't he? Yeah, but he, uh, you know, he 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 seems like he's fine. But I would not want to see uh, Holyfield get in there, even for an exhibition. I just don't want to see it. Don't want to see it. And I thought it was funny too when people were like mad that Mike uh, didn't win that fight because it was like, did you guys not understand the rules going into this? Uh, there's, it's, they said it's going to be a draw. There's no winners. It's an exhibition fight. It's for millennials. This fight's for you, millennials. But nobody, uh, I guess nobody paid attention to that because I saw a lot of people on the social media mad. Well, that's the reason I didn't watch it is I looked at the rules and it was like, all right, there's going to be no knockouts. There's going to be none of, like, no punching to the face. Even if you punch in the gut, we might might call you on that. And it, it was, was just like, like, the rules were so, like, toned down. I'm like, what am I, why am I watching? It's a spar. Oh. They're just sparring. It's like. just, it's fun. It's fun to watch Roy Jones Jr. and Mike <clears throat> Tyson, you know, going at it, even at the age that they are. Uh, the punches, yeah, they're probably going, like, what, 70%? Tyson was going full bore on the body. Yeah, on the body, he was ripping to the body. Uh, there, there was a couple of times during the fight where you could see Tyson really wanted to just go full Tyson on him, and he kind of stopped himself. Yeah, and it, that's that's probably like, uh, you know how he admitted that he smoked weed prior oh, that was to funny. Uh, the mat to, to the fight. I think that was probably the better choice. It almost looked like it was like choreographed and planned in a way. I saw a lot of people saying stuff about that. Uh, they called it in the back. Yeah, they called the match you out could, in the back. You could even see moments where they would like hug each other, and then he, one of them would say something to the other one. You'd be like, "Yeah, they're having fun, man. Yeah. They're having fun." They had an agreement; they couldn't knock each other out. Nate Robinson Doug, did not have Doug fun. Duck the Rana. Nate Robinson became a meme. Yeah, uh, he got floored. Yeah, by, yeah. Uh, that poor son of a bitch. He should. They should have stopped the fight as There's soon a- as he took the first the first uh, mm. shot to the back of the ear. Their setup kind of looked like a prime time live setup, didn't it? It was just the with a lot of money, right? But everything I saw was just <laughs> at the Staples Center. Right, <laughs> with but a it, lot but, of money. I mean, it. but they didn't have to do it there. Like it didn't have know. to be at the Staples. And that's Center, what I was dude. confused about. If we're in like a tier where we're not allowed to do stuff in LA, how were they allowed to do that show there with all ah. those people? I mean, there was a lot of people there, not fans, but like production and all I, production I, I, trainers. Well, yeah, they probably all got tested. And Snoop Dogg was there. He was on commentary, and that was one of the highlights of the show. <laughs> I, I think. Um, Productions, live productions for television are exempt to a certain extent. I think that as long as you have the testing, as long as you're complying with testing, I, I'm pretty sure you're allowed to do live production. Um, and, and, well, not just live, but obviously recording TV shows and whatnot. Um, but I, my buddy, uh, he does principal photography for some stuff, and he was telling me that he has to be a certain amount of feet away from people, and they have to wear their masks on the cameras, and so. Yeah. yeah. You know, Plus, money talks. You know, maybe somebody got greased up a little bit, took a little bit of, uh, you know, on the take. Nice. They were doing customs. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Greased up and on the take. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, man. So Nate Nate Robinson got got floored, face down. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah. <sighs> Level. It was hard not to. He didn't see it. <laughs> Another loss for the New York Knicks. Damn, he wasn't even playing. <laughs> yeah, man. So well, Jake Paul's apparently like a legitimate boxer. Well, he's fighter. Like, like that was his second fight. Yeah, he just he trained harder. He probably took it more seriously. He's doing better than CM Punk at this stage. Yeah, yeah. But he took it more seriously than Nate Robinson. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the 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 those Paul kids, the Logan and Jake, 
they're good athletes, man. Um, they were both wrestlers back in high school, and uh, and they they're pretty serious about like you know their training when they when it comes to boxing. So yeah, man. That's what, that's what happens. I do think it's funny that Jake Paul is trying to call it Conor McGregor. Like that's he thinks stupid. that Conor McGregor is actually going to sinking down a, a couple of notches for Conor. I that's think. just him. Uh, that's if there's him. money, I mean, he would do it. No, no, no question. Yeah, but no. Dana White, they would, they would he, never allow it. He yeah. wouldn't do it there. He no. would do his own. Conor McGregor has his own production. They would never allow it. No, Conor McGregor has his own not production. Sorry, his own. Uh, the commission would never. Yes, allow they would. It. I guarantee it. You're going to take a guy. With Conor McGregor's record uh-huh. and background, do it in, no, do it, do it in boxing. He has one. That's what I'm saying. Right, the, he has com- one professional the, boxing match. The commission would, I don't think, would, ne- would they would never okay it. Uh, they have celebrity boxing matches. You don't think they would do it? Okay, you're not talking celebrity boxing is not professional fighters. Conor McGregor is but a professional fighter. But celebrity boxing still has had fight. No, no, you cannot take somebody with 30 plus fights and put him up against a person with two fights. Yeah, but he actually has more wins than Connor. Okay, I'm saying in boxing, on. in boxing, I don't I mean anyone who watched the McGreg- the McGregor versus Mayweather fight wasn't like, "Oh fuck." Okay, I'm I'm also I'm going to put this out there, okay? Cuz Dev you're completely wrong about this. Yeah. Connor McGregor went 10 rounds with the greatest boxer ever. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, granted, was Floyd Mayweather fucking with him a little bit? Was that his strategy? Hey, take him into the deep rounds, tire him out a little bit? Maybe. But Conor McGregor went 10 rounds with the greatest boxer. Hold on. Greatest boxer on paper. Okay? Now, who did Jake Paul fight? A basketball player. And who's the first guy that he fought? I actually don't know. Exactly. The fight between Mayweather... And McGregor was a work. That no was other. a work. Yes, it was. You can't tell me that that wasn't a fucking work. I watched the whole fight. Everyone else watched the fight. Everyone saw the training leading up to the fights. They thought McGregor was a joke. They were like, "What the fuck?" He did. Remember when he did the? He did the. Uh, uh, they had. He let journalists in one day, and he did like a exhibition for them. This is what I'm gonna do. And like, what the fuck is he doing? Where he became a meme. He's doing his like yeah, loose little, arm shit, uh-huh. and then everyone's like, "This guy is." Have you seen him? He stands like he's doing MMA stuff. He doesn't block his face when someone's throwing a punch. Like it's ridiculous. He's gonna get destroyed. That match went ten rounds. Was it ten? I don't even know. Ten rounds. That fight went ten rounds. That was fake. If you want to believe that, go for it. Absolutely. They did a whole tour around the U.S. trying to pump up this fight, and they made all the money in the world, and it, and it worked out for them. They made good money, but I would not say it's a work. Yep. Why would you think? Because they toured around the country promoting a fight, you think it was a work. You, Mr. Businessman. Right. You think that it was a work those because two, they promoted it. So if, if, if uh, Floyd Connor Mayweather, and Floyd, who are both two showmen. If, if Floyd Mayweather knocked him out in the first round. Mm-hmm. It still would have been fine. People would have been fine with it. Uh huh. But now there's not. Floyd Mayweather. But now they're not open for out. a second fight. Now you can't have a second fight because Connor doesn't want one. Because no one. No, I'm saying they couldn't do it if he got knocked oh, out. They could absolutely round. do it if they went tomorrow and said they want to do another fight. People would. Yeah, pay but for going it. the ten rounds, going the distance, not having a knockout—that is what people want to see. Oh well, who knows? Maybe he got better. I mean, people Wait, order UFC fights all the time, and people get knocked out in the first round. People aren't looking expected. for a lengthy no, fight. Anyway, 
I, 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 I'll just say it's a work. I think it was a work. I watched the whole thing. I watched the way they toured. I watched, I watched the way they acted in the ring. But you haven't said anything logical of why you think it was a work. I do. I said Floyd made it. He, I don't have to. He already said it for me. Mayweather was just toying with him. It wasn't a big deal. He was Mayweather allowing boxes. him to last to the later rounds because that was what would make more money. Waiting him out. It's a boxing strategy. No, he didn't have to employ that boxing strategy. For me, whether it's not like a striker, he's I understand a, that. Well, he's he wait out till the guy gets tired. Fighter, that's what his thing is. He could have beat him in the third round then if he wanted to. Okay, so he probably could have. But the thing is, Mayweather decided to do that. Why? Because it's a little bit more entertaining, right? If, if people would have probably felt ripped off if Mayweather was like, you know, what, I'm just gonna right. take this guy out and won. Right. Now you cannot say Connor was agreed to lose. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, I, I think they went in there knowing that Connor wasn't going to knock him out. I don't think Connor ever thought he was going to be able to get to Mayweather. Well, no. Well, thinking that is not the same as Connor going. Well, I'm, you're you're going to win, right? That's not the same thing. I think you can go I, into a fight. I, I think the work. I think the work is. I'm not going to knock you out. I'll let you stay up, and I'll give you like I'll give you some hits here and there. But I, you're not going to knock me out, number one. Yeah, and like, I won't knock you. you saying, that's a work. Are you saying Mayweather said that? Yeah. Okay. And you think Connor said? Okay, so when you talk about a work, we're talking about an agreement. Right. Right? Okay, hey, I will lose to you. Mm-hmm. Do you think Connor no, honestly I, I, said, Mayweather, you can win, I'll lose? I, I think the agreement would be, you're not knocking me out and I'm not knocking you out. I think that's the But that's how, the, that's, how it, that's how it finished. Was a knockout? Yeah. No, it didn't. Yes. Yes, you knocked him out. I don't remember that. It was so a you refer- watched it. it. It was a referee stoppage. It was a, right, it was a referee stoppage. He was getting clobbered. Because his cardio ran out after a couple of rounds, where Mayweather, who boxes all the time, mm. was still able to go as long as he wanted. Mm. It's just like with wrestling, people with wrestling, like you don't understand wrestling cardio until you're actually in a ring. Like you can say, oh, you can do all this f- stuff, and then you get in a wrestling ring and you get blown up. But let's so move past that. Now Jake Paul goes out there and says, "Hey, I want Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor will never take that fight. Um, it's below him." Yes, I agree. He. Uh, all I said is, if the money was there, he would take it. Jake Paul said it just for people to be for us to be right. talking about it just like this. Oh, he called out Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is like, cool, dude. Like, I don't fucking need your money, and you are not even competition for me. So, and plus, a commission would never allow that fight. If they said, "Hey, we're gonna do this fight," any athletic commission in any state would be like, "No, you're not. That is complete mismatch." Now, it might be Conor has MMA fights, right? Instead of boxing. But the thing is, you look at the training, and you look at, like, okay, this guy has been competing in MMA for the past, what, 10 years, something like that, maybe? I don't know exactly what Connor's record is, but he's only lost, what, twice? Something, something like, like that. that, yeah. He's a stand-up fighter, first of all. That, that is his, his go-to. He's a stand-up fighter. If, you, if any athlete, if you look at Jake Paul, and you go, okay, cool, the guy's trained, but he's fought two guys. First one, I don't know who the hell it is. Second one was a basketball player who had never had any fights, you, you look at that and any athletic commission would go, hell no, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not doing that. So that's just what I'm telling you. All right. Because they could agree it. They, they could agree all day long. They could, hey, we'll do this. Okay, Russell will host it. Where are we going to... They would have to go somewhere right. out of country. Right. Um, Ireland. Maybe. I don't know how... Uh, Russia or China, they would, lo- they would love that yep. shit. Um, but no. Uh, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor would, would clean up Jake Paul. 100%. Yeah, no, I, I never argued that. It would probably make a lot of money, though. That Jake Paul, like, apparently those Logan, uh, the Paul kids are pretty uh, famous on the YouTube with the kids. 
I don't really know anything about them. I just know that they're YouTubers that do boxing matches. I don't know what they do on their YouTube channel. Um, Logan Paul is the same guy that made a comment or a tweet uh, a couple weeks back or a couple months ago about how he'll put up $10,000 to any influencer and he'll wrestle them. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And it was funny because a lot of independent wrestlers were commenting like, I'll take you, I'll take you. And it's like, eh, no, you won't. Which one was the one that got all the heat for going to the that suicide forest in Japan? That was Logan. Logan. Okay. And then that Jake kid apparently got caught up in like the looting in Phoenix during like the... Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Well, uh, one of them got in trouble during COVID for hosting a massive party at their house. I don't think it was them. Are you sure? I'm pretty. I, I think it was some other kids that did it. All right, another YouTube, a blonde YouTube kid and his brother. I don't know, but anyways, um, Mike Tyson looked great for his age. Uh, I'm a fan of him, and uh, I've always been a fan of him. Love watching Mike Tyson fights. He's still terribly frightening. He is, even man. when he talks, and you're like. I don't care. I'm still terrified of him. He is. Did you see? Uh, so he's got his own. Mike Tyson has his own podcast. It's called like Hot Boxing uh, with Mike or something like that. And recently, that. that's good. Recently, because uh, he's a big weed guy. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to make like a fortune in the weed industry in yeah. California, which, hey, go for it, man. Um, I think so, the money's in illegal weed, though. That's where the money know. is. I don't know. Um, but it was so funny because he had this guy on. I think his name's like Boozy or something like that. He's a he's a rapper. And this, I don't know what the hell is Boozy something, made a comment I guess back in the day about some who who's the NBA player that has a uh, transgender kid or something like that. Um. Oh, uh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. That's right. So Dwayne Wade apparently has a, a transgender kid, and uh, Bo- the Boozy guy said something about it back in the day. And he uh, he went he went on this boozy guy went on Mike's podcast and Mike called him out. He goes, "Why'd you say that?" And the and like boozy started saying something and then he's like, "Well, maybe you're gay and you like gay people." And like this guy is just this like rapper who's like trying to be a hard ass is just sitting there taking it, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> body like, shot, body like, shot. Body listen, shot. Mike may be fifty something, but he still punches like a motherfucker. Yeah. So you know. You uh, watch what you say around. Like, you watch what you say around him. But I, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, if you watch the clip of it, it's so funny because Mike is just like, "Maybe you're gay, and you <laughs> like gay people," and and this boozy guy is just like sitting there taking it, which is so fucking funny. So funny, man. That's funny. No, I haven't seen that. I didn't. I, this is the first time I've heard about his podcast. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's. Uh, I've never heard it, but um, I'm sure it does pretty well. Anyways, what else is going on in this crazy world? Is there any wrestling going on? Oh, that's right. Every single show has been canceled. Everyone's canceled. Uh, you got primetime live on tonight. And then you got the big ones. You got Impact still running. and Yeah. But MLW as far as and independent. No, independent. You can't do shit. Uh, like, I, we got to go out of state. We should, I saw some shit out in Arizona. I'm like, you guys are doing... I don't know. I don't know if I could wrestle in front of a live crowd right now. Like, just personally, my comfort level is not there. I know you did it out in Vegas. But for me, yeah. uh, we did it here in San Diego, right? Uh, outdoors, I'm fine with. Indoors, I, I don't think my comfort level is there right now, especially with people not wearing masks uh, in Vegas and Arizona and whatnot. I read this today. I don't know if this is true. Um, I read that Vince McMahon offered to give China the the WWF championship back in the day. Wanted to give her the heavyweight championship mm-hmm. for her to not appear in Playboy. Oh really? 
That's what I read. I don't know if it's true, but I read that that offer was on the table. Like she was going to do it. He was furious about it. This is just. I thought they were into that shit. Rumor and innuendo. Yeah, I, don't I know. think I think the person who said that was her old manager. And was that what that was? I think that guy's kind of sketchy. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I read, I read that and I was like, huh, that's interesting. I don't know because at the time, and, and this is why I didn't. Uh, I thought it was interesting, but I didn't know whether to believe it or not. Obviously, but. Here's why. I'm like, you're going up against WCW that was beating you in the ratings at the time, and you're going to put the strap on a woman? Like, what am I Depen- thinking? Depending on, depending on what year it was, the war was probably already over. No, I don't, I'm thinking 96, 97, 98 is Shh. when DX was at their hottest. No, that's not when they would have offered well, her the title. When did, well, when did, did Playboy come Playboy? I think come she out. did in like 98, 99. Okay, well, that's still, they were still going back and forth at the time. Yeah, I think by 99, they'd pretty much. Sewn it up. I thought uh, WWE is all about having their their female roster. But I think show up on that. I think the thing is that Vince. And again, this could be all bullshit. But I think the thing is that Vince never saw her as eye candy, and wanted to push her as a legitimate threat. So if she's all of a sudden, you know, doing Playboy and she's eye candy for all these people, and he's like, "Well, you just ruined the image that I had for you. Like your gimmick is over." Essentially, yeah. but I, I don't know if what I believed at the time. But I thought they were still going head to head with WCW, and I was wondering, you know, on the one hand, wow, that's very forward thinking of you, and like maybe there's people would tune in just to see that. On the other hand, I'm like, I don't know if you're going head to head with WCW, and they've got NWO, you know, headlining their shows, and you've got China. But I, my my thought was also like, I, I bet that would be just like a shock win at a Royal Rumble or something like that, and then get defeated the next night on on raw but then she would still all you know always be you know in the history books as the first and only woman wwe champion up into well still hasn't been done yeah uh i just looked um her playboy came out in 2000 okay so maybe the war was dead then yeah because yeah, when did when did uh shane officially buy wc march of 2001 but huh they were pretty much done by that point because you know what well, happened, that's weird right? then. that timing's weird WWE, WWF did purchase WCW. McMahon did purchase a WCW. Oh, but do you know which McMahon? Stephanie? <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Vince Sr.? Ah, it was Shane McMahon. It was Shane McMahon. Dad! <laughs> I'm so mad. That that thing, that whole thing went so horribly. God. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Anyway. What a, yeah, that was a huge disappointment. Like considering, like holy shit. Yeah, you're like, oh, like, the, war, the, big... the, the war is over. Yeah, the war is over, and look at all look at all the talent they have, and it's like, well, kinda. Yeah, they, they could have waited it out. Did you like Saturn? Other guys were available. Saturn if you like Saturn in WCW, you're gonna love him in WWE. He was already there. I know, Saturn but that's what I mean. Sick, okay, who was it? Booker T was like their main. Yeah, the, the leader of the. The gang, basically. Did you like Billy Kidman? <laughs> I did like it. Billy Kidman. Did you but... ever hear about... Um, so, Benoit, Malenko, Guerrero, Guerrero, and and Saturn. The Radicals. They jumped. They jumped ship prior to the t- to the, to the purchase, right. right? Did you ever hear like about how that happened? I think I did, yeah. Something happened with those guys at WCW's, uh, WCW. They showed up to the taping... Uh, for Nitro or something like that and they like went in there to like renegotiate or like try and get more money or something like that and the office was basically like they they wanted something they wanted something the office wouldn't give it to them so it was like it was Saturn 
Malenko and Benoit, and they grab their stuff and they start walking. And they see they see Eddie. Eddie has no idea what's going on, and goes, "Come on, Eddie, we're leaving." <laughs> and they just all four walked out of That's the business. Sick. Like Eddie, without question, just was like, "Okay, I guess we're going." That's awesome. Like he didn't even know what was going on, but he he was one of the boys. I um. That's the rumor, by the way. I don't know if it's like one hundred percent true. A lot of it also had to do with the fact that Kevin Sullivan was the booker at the time, and him and Benoit obviously didn't get along because oh, Benoit cause was oh, married, oh, Benoit was married to his ex. By the way, I think Kevin Sullivan just added me on uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn this week. Is it the right <laughs> Kevin Sullivan? I don't know. It's from AEW. Is he in AEW yeah. now? No. So that's there's a different, a different Kevin Sullivan that everyone always thinks is Damn the it. same one. But anyway, I added all those people last week. I've got half of my new people that are added me on LinkedIn are all WWE executives and AEW executives and impact executives. I had Canyon Seaman look at my, uh, profile the other day. Sick. And, uh, did not add me as a great name. Did, I know <laughs> did not add me as a connection. So didn't like what he saw. I, uh, I met the taskmaster one time. I know up at, uh, PCW. And, uh, I walked in to the, to the venue and he was the first guy there that I walked into and he goes, I go, holy crap. I go, hi, Mr. Sullivan. My name's Mike. And he goes, hey, Mike, Kevin Sullivan. And I was just like, oh, man, this guy's awesome. You know, like, he was a nice guy, like, really nice guy. Yeah. So, uh, and he did a lot with that that promotion with PCW. He had, like, a, a he helped out a lot. Like, he had, like, a, a role. He would go out to the ring and, like. Does he, did he live, does he live up in that area? I don't know. But I know they used him a lot. I guess, uh, I guess the Sheik is uh, pretty close with, with Sullivan. But that was cool. Love Sullivan. I love, dude. I I don't give a damn what anybody says. Uh, what was the uh, what was his little crew? Um, the Dungeon of Doom. Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. That shit was sick, dude. I was I was a big mark for that shit prior to like WCW kind of changing. Are, are you a fan of when Hogan goes to that? It's like not the ju- the jungle thing. Yeah, like in the cave. <laughs> yeah. And he he puts his hands in the water and he goes, "It's not hot." <laughs> It's so fucking awesome. So uh, yeah, that's where like the giant uh, showed up and yeah. and like does whatever. Sick, fuck yeah! I was a big mark for all that stuff, dude. I didn't even know uh, what was the uh, it was Brutus. He uh, the Zodiac. Oh, he had so many different names in WCW, and all he would do was go yes, brother Brudi no. was another name he had. Yes, yes, no. Remember that? I remember that. Sick. I'm in my head. No, I'm in my head right now. You, we were talking about the radicals jumping ship. Uh, Still thinking about that LinkedIn in, in Kellebone. No, 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 there was something I was going to say until you mentioned Kevin Sullivan. You're talking about Shane Douglas and how he was going to jump too. And no, it wasn't. It was, oh, okay. Had to do, here. I remember now. Had to do with leaving a company right over a contract dispute. So in real life, um, I was making some good money for a company with one of my buddies who's like my be- one of my best friends at the time but I only met him at the company mm-hmm. and we were way too young and making way too much money at this company like it was stupid this is, this is in the middle of um, the recession the great recession and we just happened to lock into a position where we're making tons of money this was a startup company um, by the way still more money than I've ever made to this day uh, but this startup company um you know, with the recession, realized that they overindulged in certain areas and had to start cutting. And they went through all these like mass layoffs. They bought, they basically bought this giant building in, um, in Carlsbad or they rented out the rest of the space. I don't know if they bought it or what, but they like expanded massively and just 
put gobs of money into the building and in you know new hires and training and all this and over the course of about six months mass layoff mass layoff mass layoff and they were basically down to the core like four or five that they started with me and this other guy being um, part of it and they're like he's like you know you need to start coming in on saturdays too like to help make this yeah. work yeah and i was like you did it come in on we did Saturday. it for a while we did it for a while because we we're still making money we we're still making the money all these people left who's handling their accounts well fuck we are now <laughs> You know what? We're also going to need you to come in Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Play a little catch up. That's kind of what they did. And it got to the point where we're like, bro, fuck this place. Let's find another job. So me and this guy went together. We're looking for a job in all these places. And we found a company that was like into us at the time. They're like, yeah, we're building. We love, you know, we showed them our, our numbers and they're like, holy shit, you guys are slaying it. Like, come on over. Like, we could use that and we'll pay you for it. And we hadn't had the final interview yet. And, uh, and they were a startup as well. And so we had a conversation with them. Look, man, um, you know, things have obviously changed here. And we're like, you know, we're swinging a big one. Like, dude, he's not going to say no to us because <laughs> we're like two of the five people left that are making him money. And uh, look, you know, we can't be doing this working Saturday and Sunday stuff. We can't be working 10 hours a day. That's not happening. And how, how, how old were you at this time? 23 yeah 24 no, no kid that age wants. no 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 i know but check this out it worked out <laughs> but he goes you know we were telling him all this stuff like look man this is not a proper work environment for us like you guys are you know we need what we need and we need more money if you want us to work all these hours fine i'll work those shitty hours for you but i need a, a much larger base salary um and that's that and he said oh you know i, I can't I can't do that for you guys and i said okay how about this he goes, if I did it for you, if I did it for you, I'd have to do it for everyone else, right? Everyone that asked me, I'd have to pay them. He thought you were going to stooge him out or something? Come I on. don't know. So I go, I tell him the story about ECW and about <laughs> about the Deadly Boys. I'm like, look, man, they went to their, they grew up with them. They, they helped them make all their money. And when the time came, they said, look, we want, I think it was like a penny more or a dollar more. We want a dollar more for our pay. And they asked him, the guy said no, and they walked for a dollar more. Like, that's what it was. And they made, obviously, a lot more than a dollar. I told him this story, and by the end of it, he goes, he goes, yeah, uh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, so, you know, this isn't a threat. This is us leaving if we can't make it happen. And he goes, okay, I guess you have to go. <laughs> and so I'm like, All I right. can't believe the Dudley. Boy yeah, I know, story. I know, I know. I know, it was so Didn't stupid. I think I just you. watched the documentary at the time. So we left. That weekend we got on the phone and we got, again, this is in a period of time where everyone was hurting and somehow we just managed to make money. We, over the weekend, negotiated with this company that was hot for us. I told them no. They're like, oh, we can do it for, you know, we'll give you a base of, this is still bonuses and shit included. We'll give you a base of um, three grand a month. And I'm like, you know, 23, that's not bad either. That's really good money. Uh, base of three. And I go, look, you guys are a startup. I don't know when those sales are going to come in. I don't know how hot those accounts are going to be or like what the leads are going to look like. I need to make my money. I'm not going to do it for any less than seven grand. And they God said, damn. seven grand. No, I think I said 10. And they're like, we can't do 10. That's insane. I'm like, look, man, balls in your court. I gave you what I needed at the time. Like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I appreciate you. You, know, you have my number. They called back later that day and offered 
a base salary. So again, I don't know if I offered this to them or not, or if, if I don't know if I said 10 or if I said this number, but they came back, we can do seven. We can Jesus. give you a base of seven. And me and my buddy are like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> you know, we had nothing else. Of course you're going to take that. We're fucking 23. I would have taken the three grand. Oh, I know, but I but I was making way more than that at the first place. And I was looking long term. I'm like, if this thing, if this startup doesn't pan out, I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we went there for, I think, like six months. And sure enough, they didn't have their shit together. Uh, they did not have. So it was like, it became clear after one week of working there that, oh, my God, this is... This was a terrible mistake, but we have a pretty nice salary coming in. Let's milk this mistake for all it's worth. <laughs> ride, it, ride it till the wheels fall It was off. riding it till the wheels fell. Yeah, that was exactly it. And we, I think we were there for six months until they're like eventually like, uh, we can't afford to pay you that salary anymore. I'm like, you guys should, probably should have thought about that. Like, I was like, I wouldn't have honestly paid it to me anyway. Anyway, thanks for your help. And then we left for another company, which paid more than that. But uh, it was crazy. Anyway, the whole point of that story was you know negotiating when it didn't work out in your favor is <laughs> i use this stupid fucking pay us a dollar more thing i like how you, i can only imagine Devin telling your friend like hey brother i got this <laughs> no 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 <laughs> hey, that wasn't even it and so so uh we're sitting there this is and this is so funny at the time because this is like like height wrestling Devin. so i have my hair down to my shoulders <laughs> like hair down to my shoulders and yeah, it was just like, you know, like looking at some obnoxious punk little shit t- telling you like we need more money per month. Like just yeah, you can just there's the door. <laughs> I don't need to give you. But any. not even that. You're telling them a story that they don't care about at all. Well, They're he like, knew I was a wrestler. He knew he knew I was a wrestler. And like, you know, it's like part of it was, look, I, I can't wrestle. Like, Let on me the tell you what happened right, in 1999 with Bubba and Devon. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Brother Devon. <laughs> Brother Devon. That was in TNA, brother. Yeah, that's true. TNA with wasn't TNA. he brother Devon in uh what was he? Oh, Deacon. I don't know. No, no, that was Deacon Batista. Reverend. That's after they Reverend. Bro- they, they broke him up, right? I don't understand that. Like, you have this tag team that's hot as fuck. Keep them fucking together. Like, what, what do you think Vinnie Max thing is with like breaking up tag teams? Because he's seen it work a couple of times, so he's always trying to find that who's the Marty and who's the Sean. Do you remember the barbershop window? You think, but I mean. Okay, so Sean, obviously, that's like okay, that's one case where it worked out very well. Is there any other cases like? I mean, Bubba's Bubba Dudley was Bart pretty Gunn. good by himself, and I mean, it wasn't in the WWE, but See, in I other places, at, he's I, always been really good. I respect like what like he like who he is, but I you know I never saw him be, much more, or I never saw him. I was never a big fan of him as a singles. Edge and Christian, it worked for them. The Hardys, it worked for but them. But they, but Edge and Christian weren't they singles wrestlers prior? No, I think they came in as a Edge tag came team. in as a singles, and then they put him with Christian almost Well, he came in as in the, the brood. brood. They came in in the brood. Edge didn't come in in the brood. Edge didn't start in the brood? No, he didn't. No. Huh. He, okay. uh, Christian started the brood. All right. Remember, Edge used to come out of the the. the, the I the, thought he did fans. that with the brood. You think you know me? I know you. Um, but yeah, Edge used to come through the crowd. Okay. Well, it worked for the Hardys. That's another one. You think? You know what's weird with the Hardys? So Jeff obviously had the bigger push, right? Back uh back in the day, mm-hmm. um and then I thought Matt Hardy version was it version two point version one version one was sick uh, Matt facts but uh it just seems like Jeff kind of had it naturally like the crowd just kind of naturally well he was the, he was chaos like he yeah. was he was everyone wanted he was the car wreck but it was also it's also funny how Matt 
back <clears throat> when he did the uh, the woke stuff, right? Woken, the, yeah. Woken. Broken. Just flipped the script yeah. and became the bigger name yeah. than Jeff. Yeah. Well, he did. Yeah, yeah and, he, and that was outside the WWE, which was crazy yeah. too. Um, yeah. I, I was gonna say, as far as the tag team thing goes, how much of that do you think is wanting to break up the team just for the sake of it, or how much of it is? seeing something in someone else and being like, oh, Kofi, like, I think you could be a champion, like, on your own, like a standalone heavyweight champion. Like, I want to see if that's there or not. I don't know. I've also heard Vinny Mac uh, is also kind of, like, not really down with tag team wrestling. He thinks, yeah. yeah. He, he thinks tag. you take this person, you put him with that person, and uh, make him a tag. That worked in the, that worked in the Attitude Era. I mean, it worked with uh, who uh, the Road Dog and Billy Gunn. It worked with Austin and Foley. It worked with Rock yeah. and Austin. Worked with Rock and Foley. There was a ton of guys that it worked with. But also, you're talking about like Mankind and three Undertaker, guys, three, uh, four guys Kane and that were already over as fuck. Five guys, but they all they, they they singles. They made their 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 name, and they were like, oh, to go together, you know. And, and right, but in that case, it worked. What I'm it saying did. is, you're saying tag team wrestling in as as a genre. Yeah. So I'm saying, as far as like, look, at I'm super over and you're super over, so that's why we work as a team. Yeah. I guess. Now, if, if 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 we were as over as Adam, which is not very much, it probably wouldn't work. Well, you seen the retweets this guy gets? This guy gets. Yeah, I fucking understand. I'm just trying to get booked, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll work on it for you. Thank you. But yeah, man. Oh, no, uh, no wrestling in the foreseeable future for the Hogsmen. What does that mean for training? Most places are most places going to stop training. Um, because that's know. like a gym ish. Private-ish gym. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking. I don't know. Maybe uh, loose lips sink ships. Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking. Delete it, Adam. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna affect uh, wrestling training. I'm sure if if this is if this lockdown is supposed to be like kind of like the one that happened in March, right? March. Uh, yeah, it sounds like wrestling schools are gonna have to close up the doors for the meantime. What does that mean? Oh, fuck. I wonder what that means for our bookings. Which bookings? Our January bookings. Well, we'll worry about that next year. All right. Good Remember, point. when it turns January 1st, everything's going to change. That's true. And January 21st, right, when the inauguration happens? Yeah. If, if it happens? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's going to happen. I don't know. What else we got? <laughs> I've just rolled his eyes. Going on. Anything going on in this world? What's going on in the wrestling world, Adam? You're the one that pays better attention than Devin and I. Jeff Hardy just did a swanton through a table and hit his head on some stairs. Saw that. WWE's about to move to the Tropicana Field in Tampa. Uh, It's they are still hovering around having fans at the Rumble, and I think that would be open air. It's not not even open air. It's 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 a dome stadium. Oh really? But I mean, I feel like you could have people spread out more. In that environment, yeah. yeah, like football games. Yeah, like I, so I think, pandemic be damned, WWE is all systems go with having fans come next year, and why not? AEW is doing it in their amphitheater thing that they have. So, uh, yeah, because um, AEW is using Jacksonville, right? The yeah. one that for the the, the Jaguars. And yeah, they just had, they, there's like an amphitheater literally right next to the stadium. Oh, okay, and they just use that. And I think last week they had their first issue with uh, like a tropical storm hit nice. during the show. Oh, that's right. And so they like during the commercial break they come back and there's like these like red mats around the ring to like absorb the rain or whatever. I don't know what it was for, but yeah. You think they would have been like, "There's a storm coming." 
Yeah, but they're live. What are they going to do? No, but they would have known like on the Doppler a day in advance. Hey, there's a storm coming. You, you've, you've been to Florida, right? I have. You don't know when it's going to rain in Florida. Yeah, it's every day. Every day at some point. Sometimes it comes and goes. But anyway, yeah, there's, they have a huge show tomorrow. It's supposed to have the most fans at a What's televised the show. show. Uh, it's, it's just another dynamite, but they've like given it like a name. Oh, that's the winter, winter is coming. coming. And oh, yeah, okay. The main event that. is Moxley and Omega, and it's supposed to be big match. I got a question, Def. Have you ever wrestled outside like in horrible weather? Yes. Can you tell me about it? It's freezing. Uh, I wrestled in a January up in, I think, like San Bernardino outside at a former NASCAR track. Um, or or the Fontana Speedway, I think it was. It was fucking cold as ice. Yeah. And the ring was just, I mean, it felt like you were landing on on a rock. Like it had no, it felt like it had zero give. It was it was absolutely freezing. I had my friends uh, come up and check it out, and they were like all huddled together from, you know, under a blanket, and yeah. they were all layered up. It was terrible. I, I had the same experience. Uh, EWF used to run a show in December. Uh, up in San Bernardino, basically like right, you know, like that the mountain you you start heading up to go to Big Bear. Yep, it's basically at the base of that thing. Sick, and uh, it was outdoors. over by the McDonald's. I don't know. <laughs> it was like a VFW hall or some shit. Okay, like that. but it was outdoors, and it's in December, and this is back when I only wore my trunks. Well, I had my trunks and my oh kick my pads. Oh my god! And I was wrestling. Uh, this this must have been in like 2016, 2016 probably about 2016 December of 2016 let's go with that and uh, I'm wrestling Dark Usagi Rennie nice. who is a guy that I trained with for, for many years and uh, it was cold there was a breeze and uh, I think we went like maybe 12 minutes or something like that but here's the thing I was a face back then EWF likes to run Intermission, like during the intermissions, you do pictures with the fans. Do you remember that stuff? The uh, so my my match was right before the intermission. I run right into intermission. So during the match, I'm freezing. Uh, I had longer hair still, and it was wetted down. And because of the result, oh. there was because because it was breeze, there was a breeze. It dried up, and I almost got like at certain points, like I had hair in my face, and I knew crispy hair. I knew Rennie was coming at me with something, and I couldn't see like you know like where he was and i would just feel him hit me and i'd be like okay well back here <laughs> and uh anyway so we finished the match and i had to stay out there to take pictures and i'm wearing you know just my trunks and my kick pads and i'm sitting there freezing taking pictures with people and finally i was just like i'm gonna fucking die out here like i'm gonna get pneumonia so I just powdered out and I went to the back and I'm, I was I was literally freezing and I'm like this is the stu- like why in God's name would you have an outdoor event right. in December up in this area like it's freezing. Um, I think I told you this a while ago. I don't know if I said this on the show. Remind me if I did or not. <clears throat> uh, one of my ideas before COVID was to have an uh, almost like a WrestleMania weekend experience. The collective the collective that they did this year yeah, or the yeah, collection. Yeah. But out in Arizona, in the desert, like how they do uh, Co- Coachella, yeah. but for wrestling, Coachella for wrestling is how I was thinking about it. And but like maybe Mad Max ish, but basically independent wrestling outside. You get metal bleachers that I don't know if you could do metal bleachers there. I have to do plastic or some shit. But Probably do it in the ev- do it in the evening. But like basically, yeah, like come camp out, have vendors there, have you know 
uh, food trucks and all that shit. But basically, it's just a couple days of wrestling, and you don't like think about the cost, how cost effective that would be. You're not spending all this money on venues and shit. It's just outside. Once it starts to get dark, that's when you'd have the shows. Um, but that was my thought on it. And um, in the winter, that would not work. <laughs> like, like that would no. be fucking. It's the desert. It would be absolutely freezing. Freezing. In the summer, pretty much doesn't work because it's very hot. Very hot. So you'd have a, uh, you know, in the spring, sp- Aprilish, in the afternoon, right around six, seven o'clock is when you could possibly run. A very <laughs> small window of running this Mad Max. That's also uh, like Coachella so style wrestling show. We're talking about uh, wrestling in freezing conditions, right? Right. And then you have the opposite where you're you're wrestling in incredibly hot conditions outdoors. Yep. And the mat is on fire. Yep. And nothing's better. You'll never see a better bump and feed than, <laughs> than when, on a hot than mat. It's a hot mat. Yeah. <laughs> Especially a vinyl mat. How many places run with a vinyl mat? And you're like, I'm gonna die. That's how it was usually for uh, the Del Mar Fair show for SoCal Pro every year on July 4th. Uh, the mat by the, the second show was just on fire because it's like 12 o'clock yeah. in July. And uh, I remember Hunter and I, the, 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 was it the 4 o'clock show? So we used to do um, three shows on the July 4th. It would be the 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 4 o'clock show, I think. And Hunter and I were doing a match and or we were on a tag team match. It was myself and Dirty Doug against Hunter and uh, Honky Honky Tonk Man. And I'm like, hey Hunter, we're gonna do this little spot. It involves this girl that I knew uh, ringside. She was there with some friends. And I'm like, we're gonna do this. It'll be pretty funny. She'll be down for it. She doesn't know it, but I guarantee she'll fall for it. Like it'll be fun. And uh, Honky got mad at us because we were going too long. He's like, hurry up! It's getting too hot out here. And it's been only been like three minutes, <laughs> you know, like three minutes. But Honky's just like, forget it. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. It's too hot. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Those were fun days. Good old Honky. <laughs> uh, Honky, man. are you injured? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just tired of standing here. God damn it. No, I was going back to the Hogsman being injured. It was so awesome. Dev, are you injured? Are you hurt? I, yeah, I got to go to the back. <laughs> I, I, I used to love talking to Honky on those days, like in the back. Mm-hmm. God, man, that guy's got stories, dude. Oh, I'm sure he does. Incredible stories. Um, yeah. So we're not gonna we're not gonna do, we're not gonna talk about doing Coachella with wrestling. We're not gonna do that. No, actually, Coachella got canceled already for but for next wrestling year. for wrestling in Arizona. That's the Wild West. We could do it out there. Hey, you set it up and you got my number. I don't, you, look. Here's the good thing: you don't even need a hazmat suit. Is this gonna be Hogsman presents? Hogsman presents Wrestlecella. Wrestlecella. That sounds like shit. And it sounds like we're going to fail. What is... No, not... A, no, you get... Look, you get some GCW, some Black Label Pro in there. Maybe get some WWN. Hey, you work it out. You work the numbers out. I'll you do work it. the logistics out. And How much... Hey, how much you is know the space number. to rent? How much is the space to rent? It's free, bro. It's a desert. Actually, I think you got to get a permit. Okay, but yeah, it's like $75 for the permit. Uh, Boom. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how much... I wonder how much that is for, for a permit... I don't know. You, don't you, need you that just much do it. Room. You do it in an empty lot. Obviously, it wouldn't be the middle. You don't need that you much do it in an empty lot. We'll do it in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> just do it in a neighborhood. Just do it in a neighborhood. How sick would that be? A just block a surprise, party, surprise wrestling show. Block party. People, people are just like, why the fuck is there a wrestling ring being put up in the middle of my cul-de-sac? Shut up and enjoy it. And just be like, relax. Okay? Have a snow cone. It's like dude. those pop-up concerts, but yeah. it's a wrestling show. Like, just I don't know where there's a wrestling show going on. They're like surprise, cool. dude. What if somebody just put a wrestling? Like, no, it's actually too big. So let's say you just put like a like a 
a wrestling ring on the back of a trailer and you just pull up knock out some matches real quick for the neighbor the neighborhood and bail on out it's an ice cream truck but for wrestling but then you'd also have to get like that wide load truck to like uh yeah yeah because that's you could do that for uh you could do that on the back of a semi so you just have to pay the person who owns the semi dusty Rhodes and uh king of the road match who who was that that wasn't it dusty Rhodes and who else wasn't it flair was it flair come on adam um what kind of fucking wrestling fan are you? You don't know who Arn Anderson. Remember, right? Right? Like they were like wrestling in like yeah, the, like an open yeah, kind of like an open. Stupid like, as all hell. Are you talking about the match where Dustin Rhodes and Vader fought in the back of the truck? Was that no, what it was? It, Dusty, wasn't it? Was no. it Dusty or Dustin? It was Runner? Dustin. It was, I'm looking it, was it up right now. It was like a called the bunkhouse match, wasn't something it? something like that? Yeah, yeah, they were wrestling on a, in a semi truck yeah. that was like open air. Yeah, and they everyone got hurt because the truck was obviously not stable and everyone was just falling all over the place. <laughs> so sweet could you imagine that like you're like you walk in hey what do you got for me okay you're gonna be wrestling in the back on the back of a moving semi truck it was Dustin Rhodes versus Blacktop Bully do we know who Blacktop Bully is or I've never heard that name before I'm sorry he's a legend I mean look it up he's probably he's probably someone that WCW gave a shitty name to it was probably it's probably Barry Horowitz (laughs) yeah I was gonna say it was probably uh Damn it! You were just mentioning him, Zodiac. Oh, uh, oh Brutus, brother Brutus. Brutus. Yeah, Br- Brutus. Brutus, Brutus the Beefcake. I'm, look, I'm just looking at this real quick. I want to see if I recognize who Blacktop Bully is. You just Google it. I'm on YouTube. It's better than Google. God damn it! I forget it. You, Devin, you just do the talking. I'll look it up for you. This guy looks massive. Well, your name this is looks Bo- like superstar Billy Graham. Your name is Blacktop Bully. You better be coming in looking fierce. Oh, That's we've true. had this conversation before, I think. He's, no, we it's haven't. It's Smash from Demolition. I oh, is it? Yeah, we, we talked about... We watched some promo, I think, of Blacktop Bully. No. No. You're talking about... No, no. That's what were we right thinking about? That's the guy who went head-to-head with Farmer Jeff. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? Jumping jump Jeff Farmer. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Farmer Jeff. Yeah. Fuck. It might as well have been Farmer Jeff. Your career's over. Yeah, there's a whole. There's apparently a whole interview about why he got fired after this match. So, who who got fired? Blacktop Bully. Uh, it's probably his idea. No, it's it's, no, it's probably Dusty's it's, idea. Du- it's Dusty Rhodes. I guess he was pretty infamous for like doing that, like thinking of weird shit. Oh I mean, yeah, that's where War Games came from. That's awesome though. War Games is incredible. Well, there's War Games this weekend. Who's where doing that? We're talking at NXT? Uh, NXT. Yeah. Cool. Team Pat McAfee versus the Undisputed Era. Why are you rolling your eyes? I don't care. Why don't you care? I but McAfee's just, actually good. I know he is. I know he is. He's it's good on the stage. And there's a story behind what they're doing. I know so there's a story behind it. Why roll your eyes then? Because I, I would... This is a typical roll your eyes. You don't have any real reason to roll your eyes. What dues I is do. He, what dues is he paid, brother? Exactly. No, no, that's what not it. What dues is he paid? That's not it at all. Okay, what is it then? No, it's just, it's just my interest. It's not, it doesn't have to be But you don't have interest. interest in any current wrestling, so what does it matter? No, I do, but for me, like, when you're looking at uh, War Games... And the Hogsman getting... When up. you're looking at War Games, it was stuff, it was like, you know dude, it's the Four Horsemen versus the NWO. It's like massive stables. It's yeah, not like Pat McAfee it. and his couple of, you know, whoever he recruited for this match against, you know, Undisputed Era. Is there... So, Undisputed Era, is there another stable in... Uh, or faction in NXT? Yeah, Pat McAfee's stable. But I mean, like, let's say not, not, not that. Kicker's but, Choice. Is there anything else in NXT that they could get put up against i don't think so right no there's not really another group yeah you can do, you can do the british guys i miss what well, that, guys? that's the who guys Mac- who's that's in who mcafee's stable with. no but mcafee's not british so he doesn't count 
Neither is uh, Lar- Oni or uh, uh, fucking Biff Music. Biff, uh, uh, Oni Lorcan. Orny L- Lorcan. But he wrestles like a British guy. Yeah. So, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, you met, that's what I miss, man. Attitude Era. It was all about the factions. Yeah. You know. You know what I realized? Kind of across the board. You know, when we were younger, uh, late '90s, watching this wrestling. Wrestling was all about factions, right? The stables, you know, uh, DX, um, the Ministry. You had uh, the, the Nation, Job Squad. The Job Squad. You had the uh, the um, who was Luna's group with all the freaks, the oddities. oddities. Um, you just had all these cool, cool, like different groups, right? But that's also how like rap was. You remember rap back yeah. then? It was all about. You like, remember when Master P was in WCW? Well, yeah, I don't care about him wrestling, but like I cared <laughs> about like like No Limit, like all yeah. the like all the rappers just represented No Limit. Same thing with like Bad Boy and Wu Tang, and uh, and the Rough Riders, D twelve, D twelve. You had Murder Na- Inc. You had Nas with uh, QB's Finest. Yeah, it was just cool. It was all about like the the group, you know. It was, but it, it just seems like that's not how it is nowadays. Well, I couldn't even tell you who's on what record label anymore. But back then, I could tell you, oh yeah, Eminem is on Interscope and yeah, Jaw Rules on blah Aftermath, blah blah. Actually, Aftermath. well, yeah, but he started on Interscope. Yeah, um, but I also that made the ending of Raw and even somewhat like of with WCW. You know when when they had the full on melees going yeah. on, right? Brawls. Oh my god, we gotta go! And like they would just cut out Raw with. 20 people in the ring fighting but it was all the crews right like the the groups fighting yeah. like oh shit now here comes this person now because they all have a reason to be running out to be fighting or you have the one end of raw where everybody's brawling and you're just waiting for the glass to shatter yes. for him to come just kick everyone's ass nothing and the show nothing better and then stone cold <sighs> so just walks good. out solo so good yeah. like i don't even need a group i got yeah. i got myself i watched some video the other day it was one of his like where he comes out and kicks everyone and like people complain when that happens today and i'm like i get it because i watch austin come out and i'm like he looks like a badass he's just gonna beat the shit out of everybody so good man nothing that i'm telling you i i think i probably we've probably said this before i i ask younger kids have you watched the attitude era because you you can't explain how good it was it, it, you have to have been in that that time. You have to be like, no fucking spoilers, no internet, no fucking what's going on behind the scenes shit. I'm watching TV and I'm enjoying it for the storyline. I can't even you tell know? you how mad I was when I was a kid that when I found out Vince McMahon was the higher power. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! <laughs> it was me. It Austin. was me. God damn it! I thought he turned over a new leaf. I didn't uh, even know. I didn't even know Vinnie Mac owned owned uh, WWF for a while because I was like, oh, the announcer guy? Yeah, they'd make vague references to it, but it was more like uh, people who are insider get it, but when I was a kid, I didn't get it. What's so weird is I, for some reason, very early on, always knew about Vince Sr. owning the company, and so when when Vince Jr. was on the mic, I'm like, why is the owner's kid, like, I'm sure he's part owner, why is he doing commentary? Like, this doesn't make sense to me, and that all the way up until, like, his feud with Brett before he took on the you know the face role yeah. of the company. I was just like, yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> but people would say the same thing. Why is he beating up the commentator? Like, God, man, so every Monday night, that's what you looked forward to. So much fun, so much fun. It, I'm telling you, and that why, to me was what a boom is in wrestling. Why? Uh, I agree. 
I, I understand how good Brock is as a heel, but wouldn't that be good for Brock to come out and clean house, like as a face? Like if they could get him back on the face train in front yeah. of a live crowd, yeah, and he's going out there throwing haymakers. Like that seems like it could be equivalent to the, the oh, Austin yeah. pops. Well, I I think legitimately the crowd would react that way. Oh yeah, you? like you have a guy who legitimately is a badass. He's bigger than what everybody except for what two guys right um yeah he goes out there and he just starts fucking everybody up hell yeah because i see moxley do that stuff or even you know back when he was ambrose and i was it was kind of like you were saying like yeah you know you see you see austin do you're like god I mean, he just looks like a badass yeah. here's the thing bringing it back right to tyson do you remember when so tyson and austin that interaction yeah right? that was that, that was one of the things i was going to bring up to you today too is the thing they do today with celebrities when they or fighters when they bring them in is they make the wrestlers look emasculated. Yep. When they brought in Tyson and Austin got in his face, you were like, "I thought it was real." Okay. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Austin is a legitimate badass because he's getting in the face of someone I know can kick the shit out of anybody. Yeah. Hook, so, line, and yeah. sinker on. Everybody. What would that have done to him at the time if you had if you had Tyson throw the punch and knock him out? Yeah. And that Whoa. was that. And was, that's what they do now. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. So I remember watching that. It was amazing. Oh, it was incredible. And then, you know, AEW brought in Tyson to do the thing with Jericho. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. You know why? I think, I think, I'm pretty sure, like, the, but WWF back then, probably WWF, hopefully now, were very serious. That whole thing with Tyson was very serious, right? Hey, Tyson, we just want you standing here. Uh, Vince is going to act like he's interviewing you. you got your entourage behind you. And then the glass breaks. Stone Cold comes out, gets in his face. It, there was no winking at the camera, you know, like no like inside jokes, no smiling, no overacting. You know, everything was perfect, right? Stone Cold just cut out, came out, cut a sick promo. They get into a, uh, a little brawl, and they get pulled apart. And it was 100% believable. Did you watch the AEW version of like Tyson coming out and getting in Jericho's face? No, that was during a time when there were no fans and I couldn't watch it. It was fans. terrible because they didn't say, listen, Mr. Tyson, uh, we need this to be serious. So your little goon squad, I'm sorry, they, they can't be out there. Like we need you because like, and I'm, you know, his goon squad was like Rashad Evans, legit fighter. Yeah. Uh, Victor, uh, Vitor Belfort, legit fighter. But then they have this jack off who's a director of like independent films. He's got like mascara kind of like running down his I, face. I do remember this. I'm, and when it, Jericho's trying to be like serious, this guy, I don't even know what the fuck his name is. I don't know. Yeah. Is like totally like poking fun of wrestling. Like he's, he's like standing in front of Jericho, like flexing. This guy's not big at all. Yeah. And everybody's like, who the fuck is this guy? So it was like, man, there's two ways of doing this. And one of them worked very, very well. The other one was a wet fart. Yeah. Because, like, I remember watching that and just being like, nobody in the back on the office of AEW sat everybody down and said, listen, we got to be serious about this. I'm sorry. Who are you with the with the mascara running down your – you can't go out there. I'm sorry. Nobody knows who you are. And if you, you – Mr. Tyson, if you really want him out there, he's got to be in the back. Yeah. He's got to be in the back. You're going to have Vitor Belfort next to you who's a legit badass. So it's just kind of like one of those things where they, they, they took something, they tried redoing something, right? Which yeah. is fine. Wrestling is all about 
you know, redoing what worked. And but they just did it horribly, horribly. Tyson looks so high in this video. <laughs> like he yeah, can't probably, keep his eyes open. Dude. Ripped. Are you watching it right now? Yeah, I was just trying to figure out who the guy with the mascara was, and I'm it's, watching it's I'm the guy. It right to, here. It's the guy to. to no, Tyson's I see it right left. here. Yeah, he looks. It, it's a joke. It's terrible. It's, it's absolutely terrible. And it, you know, like I feel bad because it's like. They also should have never done that without a crowd. Even if that was in the plans, and you're like, "Oh, we got, we got this huge angle that we want to do," it, without a crowd, that doesn't make any sense to me. That's something where it's like, "Well, oh, let's save that for you another need that time." Crowd reaction. Yeah, even if even if it's a good idea on the on, you know on the surface, like, "Well, let's wait so that we can have the crowd feed into yeah. it." That's one thing I thought some promotions were doing. Like from the beginning with AEW, I felt like they were dragging a lot of stuff out because they were like, "Okay, maybe we'll get crowds back in the summer, full crowds." But then I think at a certain point they're like, all right, let's just bring in 25% and let's just do the, what we were going to do. The problem is there's really not too many bad boys and villains out there anymore in real life. Like as far as sports goes, I mean, we talked about this a while ago. There was the uh, was it a linebacker who made a brand for himself, basically, uh, short hair. You told me about he, he came in against... Was it Elway or something like that? I can't remember. Oh, Bosworth. Bosworth, right. There's guys, There's guys. I mean, in the late 80s and early 90s, shit, to the mid-90s, those guys were everywhere. Uh-huh. Everywhere. It's, you don't see that anymore. Where, Like, how many villains are there in the NFL? If there, if there are villains, it's because now we know about, oh, should he punch some lady in the elevator or he kicks some chick in a hotel and like you're like, well, that guy's yeah. like a piece of shit. But it's not, you know, on the field where they're tearing people limb from limb yeah. and they're, you know, getting in people's faces because... The Raiders aren't even the heels anymore. No, they're not. But but that was everywhere. Yeah. And so even in boxing, I mean, Mike Tyson, he was Iron Mike, dude. You couldn't you couldn't fuck with Iron Mike. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He'll tear. He'll number one. He'll knock your head off, and then he'll chew your ear. Like it's just it's one of those things where nowadays, like, are there other than Connor, who's short in stature, mm-hmm. uh, and you would you couldn't do a pull apart with Connor and someone else in the ring because they're so small. They, you couldn't have people around them because the crowd wouldn't be able to see them. You're correct on that. Um, even if even if it would make for good TV, I'm sure they might attempt it at some point. Um, but it, they're too small and they'd be they'd be covered. Anyone in the back rows wouldn't be able to see what's going on. So, who are the bad boys in sports in real life right now? Can you name some? Well, same the Baltimore Ravens. UFC. <laughs> uh, the UFC has Colby Covington, who's got a pretty. He's 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 pulling off a heel role, which is awesome. Uh, but I don't know if he's mainstream enough to like really do anything with him. Okay. Um, like he's he's funny. He comes out with like he's like a big Trump guy. I'm using air quotes. Right. And he wears like a MAGA hat and all this shit. But um, it's a straight up work. It's it's awesome. It's so good though. Mm. But I don't know if like he's not mainstream enough to like really draw some ratings. I don't think. Um, but that's also kind of thing with Pat McAfee, like. He's not really a, a well-known person at all, I don't think, in the mainstream. No, I mean, he's he's starting to gain more uh, popularity as, like, a sports personality, like a, a host of a show. Definitely. Uh-huh. But the thing with him that I think most people like, most re- people in the wrestling business like, is that he, he's, like, a, someone who's actually taking it seriously. Yeah. Like he actually makes an effort to train and get in the ring and do stuff. He's, he's a great character promo. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, yeah, he's good at promos. He's, like, he's... It's the opposite of what you normally see when a celebrity or an athlete comes in where they, like Gronk, doesn't come in and take it seriously at all, yeah. treats it like a, a fun entertainment thing. Yeah. But he's actually taking it seriously. And now that 
so I, I think with social media and whatnot, these people get weeded out and canceled. Yeah. I'm trying to think right now, like who is somebody that has like a heel persona, but is still successful enough and, and mainstream enough to kind of, but you think about it, like the second you take that person and put them in like a role, right. For like, you know, WWE or something like that to try and get a little ratings. Then people go, Oh, that's bullshit. You know, like, how can you support this guy? He said this and it's like, and then, and then instead of like that true real heat right now, that now the office is like, Oh crap. You know, like people on social media, they're kind of against this. They said they're going to like not watch and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, bitch, they're going to watch. Well, that's the thing. Like what Devin is saying, like the only thing that can make you a real true villain these days outside of everything is supporting Donald Trump. Yeah. And once you do that, you're ostracized from everything. Yep. So I, you can't be brought into something entertainment-wise because everyone's going to be like, why are you bringing this racist in? Yeah. That's the I, immediate reaction. I think what they have to do is they go, oh, this person's got real-life heat, and if we bring them in, even though you know it's a, we want it for their heat, like we're going to work ourselves into a shoot because they're really going to get people pissed off, right? If, if someone's getting canceled or is on the verge of getting canceled and they bring them in, even though they're actually hated, they're like, oh shit, on social media, we're going to get roasted. They're going to be like, why are they giving this person a platform? Why are they giving them a job? We can't do that. And I think they're working themselves into a shoot like yeah. where they can't do it. I think what they need to do is stick to what they've done for the last hundred years and be like, oh, it's a work and we know it's a work and we're paying them for the purpose of working the audience into a fear, into a frenzy, we want yeah. them to be pissed. So, like right now, this is just off the top of my head. Uh, Gina Gina Carano, yeah, right. Uh, she's on the Mandalorian. She's very popular. She was in a UFC fight or not UFC, but uh, she um, was an MMA fighter. She was an MMA fighter for a long time. The first, right, the first of, of pretty uh, as hell, gorgeous, and she's on the Mandalorian right now. She's a a ba- she's a warrior on there. Basically, she's a badass, kicks people's asses. She is. Uh, I don't know if she's a MAGA supporter necessarily or a Trump supporter, but she's very much, you know, uh, outspoken about the election and, um, you know, we need to stop the count in some places or recount or she thinks there's, she believes, you know, there's fraud going on and all this and she's talking online about how we need to address this in the election and that this is a fraudulent outcome of the election. Also, there was, you know, something that happened in the past that had to do with um, transgenders. It had to do with, there's people calling her out online and they were like, hey, you know, support the movement. You haven't said anything. You haven't said anything. We want you to say something like, every, and the thing is, we want you to say what we believe. Right. So they, they're like, everyone's asked you to, for your pronouns. I think this is what the, what it was. We want to know your pronouns. Everyone's asking, like, if you just tell us your pronouns, you know, then it'll show like by saying these are my pronouns, even though we know what they are, you know, it, it supports the, the group. And she didn't do it. And I think at one point she put, like a, a tweet was something along the lines of like I am robot bleep bloop bloop <laughs> like that like, or like yeah piss people off piss people is the that fuck. your statement they're trying to get her canceled yeah. from the Mandalorian so the Trump thing and that and it's like okay that's real live heat right people really are trying to get her canceled all right bring her in and bring her again again bring her in against Becky Lynch when Becky Lynch comes back and put those two face to face and you know like let them have that heated moment in the ring and be like you want to hate her fucking hate her here you go yeah I, as you're talking about that I did just think of them trying to do that recently when Ronda oh. Rousey did the interview where she talked about oh talk shit talk yeah. shit about wrestling yeah. and how wrestling yeah. whatever she said that was a way to drum up heat for Ronda so when she comes back right. it garners attention right you know, exactly you know what I was thinking we're, t- we're talking about this uh, retribution is basically like not even on WWE anymore, right? No, they are. Are they? Are they yeah. on? Are the, they getting a push at all? Uh, 
Not really. They're on pe- TV and they lose all the time. Because people, here's the thing: they came in and people legitimately like hated the idea, right? Yeah. Great. If I was in the office, I'd be like, "That's great." Guess what? We didn't want them to like them anyways. Every segment. So <laughs> they check this out. In a lot of segments, they're gonna win. Yeah. They're gonna win some matches. Guess what? They're gonna win some belts too, and uh, people are gonna hate it. Yeah. But guess what? This is our time to make a new babyface star. Right. And they're, you know, you're gonna build it up so much that people want they 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 want nothing more than for these belts to be taken off goddamn retribution, yeah. you know. And there you go, man. Like as much as like, it's the work into a shoot again. It's we can't. Well, they don't want that. They're real. They're actually really mad about yeah. it. Yeah. So we can't. We have shareholders. We can't let people be actually pissed about it. Like, that, yo, that's how you entertained and made money. That's, that's how you got to this point. That's how the territories did it. How right. many times do you hear from the old timers talking about how they had to fight their way into the back? How people jumped into the ring and they had to fight people. At like, you know, like they almost got stabbed. They uh, they got a gun pulled on them. They got piss thrown on them from a from a crowd. That's because it was legit heat. Like these people did. You know, these crowd this crowd wanted these heels. To lose, they hated them. Imagine, imagine this, okay? Portland, Oregon. This is pre-COVID by, let's call it one month. Let's call it February. Portland, Oregon. WWE runs a show there. You've got Biden or whoever's up there at the time doing a, I don't know, you know, do, do, trying to get people to trying to do a rally, basically uh-huh. trying to get people amped up for his his thing. Whoever's the major heel at the time have them lead an actual like MAGA procession of 50 fucking trucks, big trucks, rent the trucks. If you have to rent people like, you know, pay people to do yeah, this actors, MAGA hats, get the whole nine yards, lead it to the, to the arena, <laughs> get out of the arena, head straight to the ring with these guys ringside and cut a promo in a tank. In a, in a, in tank. a tank. But you know what I mean? Like this is the kind of stuff where it's like, dude, if people really hate it and they're gonna be like, Oh, fuck them. You know, blah, blah, blah. like, dude, you, this was supposed to be entertaining. You were supposed to hate people. Exactly. Like yeah. this is what we grew up on. This is what this is what got wrestling to this point. The whole thing where like, oh, everyone's kind of okay. You know, every well, you know, it's a mixed bag. People are mixed bags. Some people are nice sometimes and they're mean other times and they like some people and don't like other people. And sometimes when they fight, they fight dirty if they need to. But you know what I mean? It's not like there's no clear cut lines anymore for the most part. Yeah. Which is like, dude, fuck that guy. It's almost like uh I bring this back. Do you remember when uh, Jericho, there was a storyline. This must have been like 2001, something like that. There was a storyline with Jericho and Trish Stratus. Like they were like starting to be like boyf girf. Yeah. Boyfriend, girlfriend. And uh, and then Thanks. She, and then she <laughs> uh, she turned her back on him. On and, Mania. And, and she ended up yeah. hooking up with Christian. Great match, by the way. I hated that bitch. And I was a Trish Stratus, like that was my girl. You were that Jezebel. <laughs> Let's be but, honest, you were Mike. But I, I, you know, like that was like legit. Like you were like fuck that bitch. Yeah. You know, she just turned her back on Chris and like went with the Weasley like right. Christian uh, Christian, and like, but that's right. That's what it needs to be. It needs to be legitimate hatred. Do you know the kid from Joffrey from King of Thrones? Yeah. Hate that fucking kid. Yeah. Hate that fucking kid. But I love to hate him. As soon as they killed him off in Game of Thrones. You were like, fuck. Yeah. I hated him, but yeah. I loved to hate yeah. him. He was a great character. Oh, well, he come on and your asshole would pucker up. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. if you if there's someone in the scene that you like, you're like, oh, please no. Do you know <laughs> What's who, he going to uh, do to them? Even when he shows up in Batman Begins, I just go, fuck that kid. <laughs> do you know uh, you know who William, William Zabka is? 
rings a bell, but I don't he's, know. He's uh, the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid. Oh, okay, he's, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is the Karate Kid. He's yeah. uh, what's his name um, in the movie? Uh, John Johnny. Johnny. Don't say Johnny Singh. Yeah, huh? he, he's the he's the main. Villain. I got you. He's the main bad guy in, in Karate Kid. Right, but he was also the ma- uh, the bad guy in Back to School uh, with Rodney Dangerfield. Right, and a few other movies. But he has uh, a very punchable face. Yeah. Right. So he, I read a. Uh, plus the, the 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 roles he was given was of the bad guy, the jock. Yeah. You know all that shit. Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. And uh, I read a uh, an interview with him. So back in the day when he was younger, he constantly had people on the streets trying to fight him because <laughs> people hated him that much from his roles. That they really thought like, hey, this is that motherfucker. Let's go fuck him <laughs> up. And now people like him because of the oh, Cobra Kai show. He does. It's a great job. Oh, he was the bad guy. You're saying, yeah. And Cobra Kai, he's the good he's guy. Like the and good no, guy. I understand the roles flipped, but yeah. Um, but I was like, that's amazing. Like that's like, and that's how I feel about that Joffrey kid, right? The kid that that plays Joffrey. Um, if I saw him on the streets, I'd be like, I fucking hate that kid. I just fucking hate him for what? Like he, but that's that means he did his job very right. very well. So. Let me ask you. Let's just play writer here. I don't know how much time we have left. I don't know how long we've gone. Keep going. Well, I know we're trying to keep it no, keep not going. two hours anymore. It's fine. Keep going. But we know what's going on with the world. Okay, so what are hot button issues? We got Trump still-ish, right? We have mask. COVID. COVID. Wear a mask, right? There's people that don't. If you're not wearing a mask, what else is a big deal right now? Uh, fuck the cops. Is that still a big deal? I th- uh, you know, people still think about it. Okay. Uh, what is it called? Defund the police? Defund yeah. the police. Anything else? Seems people are against New Yorkers this week. I don't know. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter about. So all right, let's go. Let's go with the. We already talked Trump. So let's go with the mask thing, right? Yeah. Like, what, what, let's if you're actually writing for this shit, what could you do without the mask? Like, or, or with the mask, have Ray Mysterio take off his mask. <laughs> no, but Turn like heel. But like, what what would piss people off? Like, because I just said pe- it. people are people are two mind of two minds right now, right? There's some people who are like, God, dude, fuck these masks. They're so stupid. They don't do anything. This is all bullshit. It's a, you know, it's it's a lie. And yeah, everyone else who's you know wearing them, they get pissed off at people. They call them what chin diapers and stuff. You gotta yeah. cover your nose. Yeah. So what? Like, could you have be? I mean, obviously Roman is a heel now, but could you have had someone like come in and <laughs> like you know like because he we, we didn't want to be around people right at the time it was a health uh-huh. risk. Could you have someone come in and do that? Like wear the chin diaper around them and like would that be enough nowadays? What would be enough, especially with everyone being so split, to get people pissed off? Like what could you do that's not I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just curious because yeah. we we're we we're saying it's so this hard to be a villain. I've never applied to be a writer. And we we're just saying it's so hard to be a villain nowadays, and there's so few villains because they've all gotten canceled or removed. But I don't know. I don't, you know. I'm saying from their perspective, it must be hard. What do you do? What can you do? Yeah, because it's almost like with retribution, like everybody kind of saw what they were going for, right? They were trying to do the uh, what is it, the uh, Antifa. Antifa, right? Everybody was just like, oh, they're trying to fucking, you know, go off the Antifa, you know, whatever's going on in the world with it. So, like, if you tried coming in and being like, hey, let's do something with this mask, people would automatically be like, right. fuck this. This is fucking bullshit. It's cheap heat. You know, like that kind of stuff. But but but, but you could rile some stuff up. What if it was like, what if it was like Brock doing the mask? Like, if let's say it was Brock and Roman. He's got the nose down. He'd fucking cough. <clears throat> Pulls it down, coughs towards him and shit. Like, I got it. What's up? Figured it out. Okay, so retribution. Right. The leader is Mustafa Ali. Right. He used to be a cop in Chicago. Uh-huh. He come in, he comes in, he's pro-cop. He talks about it in all his promos. 
Where's a Blue Lives Matter shirt to the ring? Yeah, there you go. That's a villainous thing for them to do. I got a question. Do you think? But that's, that's but the the U.S. is so split on that. Do you think. do you guys think it's a good idea to reveal uh, wrestlers' pass? Like so, this this uh, uh, Mustafa Ali, he's trying to be a heel now, right? With retribution, but they've already told, hey, by the way, this guy used to be a, a Chicago police officer. Yeah. Does that ruin the 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 persona you're trying to? to put out on the uh no because he also has talked about how people like he doesn't he never wanted to be a heel because everybody would always look at him because obviously the way he looks and they would always judge him because he's muslim uh-huh. so you know the way people look at that as him being a heel he could have turned that into like what muhammad Hassan was where he was like everyone hates me for this so i hate you for feeling that way uh-huh. that kind of thing but i don't know i just feel like it kind of kill like I didn't know anything about Ultimate Warrior's fucking past. You know, I didn't know anything about Stone Cold Steve Austin's past. I didn't know like what jobs he's yeah. he, jobs he's held. Fortunately, it's hard to avoid at this point, though. Yeah, finding which sucks, this stuff out, which yeah. sucks. But um, I can't even think of a wrestler I don't know about their past. I always find it weird when when like the commentators put over like if you want to do like their athletic background, I think that's eh, okay. You know, like they did that a lot with wrestlers, but like Jim Ross seemed like to, to have always been like, oh, he was a. All American at fucking yeah, you two know, time blah, blah. All American. But uh, <laughs> I feel like when they they tell like too much of somebody's personal life, you know, like or shoot job, yeah, you it loses something. It loses something. It's like, hey, I want this character that you're presenting to me right now. You know, I want. I don't want. I don't want to know the backstory really of like what he really did in life. I don't know. I just. I, was, I always thought that was kind of strange. Doctor Isaac Yankum, formerly a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's like uh, Sami Zayn on Twitter will like talk about. He talked about something the other day where he's talking about when I, yeah when I became this character I wanted to have Liv Morgan with me, and I'm like he's like it's Too not even, you're not even in gimmick at all anymore when yeah. you're online. So it's like some when you're on TV I'm just supposed to take your character seriously even though you know yeah we're in a weird world right now with with pro wrestling and you know I th- I still think we're like. The wrestling industry is trying to figure it out. So, so are, have we come full circle to Brian Pillman status, where it's like if you want to be a heel in the ring, you have to keep the character going outside the you ring? You have to be MJF. Yeah. Basically. That's what MJF does. MJF is the same no matter where you see him. Whenever, even when he does interviews with people, he still is the same dickish personality. Yeah. And he's the only one that I know that is 100% like that all the time. And props to him for keeping that up, man. Yeah. That shit's hard to do. Because he's obviously not a real asshole because he gets pushed and Jericho wants to work with him and all this shit. So he's obviously not an, a real asshole. So you think that's what you have to do, Mike? Possibly in the in the world that we live in now. Yeah, with social media kind of like it, it, it breaks down the is it the fourth wall. Yeah. yeah. So, so would you have to on social media be talking mad shit all the time and then like when you DM promoters like, by the way, this is a work... <laughs> Yeah. I think it would have to be understood by the promoters that that's your thing. Like, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I did talk to MJ after an email once, and he wasn't a dick to me. Mm. He was a normal guy. But nice. when he, well, you know. Did you end up buying the in-ring used gear or no? No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I told you about that Colby Covington guy, right? Yeah. His 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 character he puts out there is his, he's a MAGA guy. You know, he talks shit to LeBron James. You know, talks about like you know soy boys and all this kind of stuff, right? It's so funny. But everybody 
who is Soy Boy is my one of my all time favorite yeah. insults. It's so good. But like everybody that knows him personally, uh, openly says like, dude, he's not like that. It's a character, guys. It, it's it, he's a really good dude, actually. But this guy is like, fuck, you guys are fucking blowing my fucking gimmick over here. Stop saying that shit. You know, mm. I, I need people to to hate me because you're either gonna pay to watch somebody win or watch somebody get their fucking ass kicked. And people are paying to watch him getting his fucking watch, uh, paying the pay per view to uh, to hopefully watch him get his ass kicked. Unfortunately, he he's a good fucking fighter, so he does win. Um, but that's kind of like how it is nowadays, right? Like, let's say like Dev wants to do the American Kaiju gimmick, like ridiculous, right? Like right now, you would be in character, right? Like one hundred percent. And then you have like. You know somebody like else being like. By the way, Devin is is a really nice guy, guys. He's not really yeah. like that. And you're like, fuck, shut up. up. Exactly, it's tough, yeah. right? It, it, I I still think we're probably in the in the in the wrestling industry still trying to figure out how to balance the character, social media. Like you got to figure that out, right? Because back in the day, Ric Flair was Ric Flair. You know, like there was no. If well, they lived it. For the, I don't, they think, lived, it, I don't think Ric Flair is a yeah. gimmick. I think that's how Ric Flair. Is. Yeah. But but that you know like that's how you know even like, well they but, protected the business. They they were that character even if even if only around fans right. Like once they got in the car, they were cool. Well, or, well, uh, Vinnie Mac, legit after he gave uh, DiBiase the million dollar man gimmick, right? He gave him money, and it was like here if you go to a restaurant, flaunt this. You know, like throw it around, be a dickhead. That's like, sick. Like, and it was just like, here, I'm giving you, like, he gave him, like, a, I guess, like a couple thousand, um, you know, often just mm-hmm. to, like, here, play the part, play That's the part. Sick. And it was like, here, I'm giving it to you, but just, just don't break my trust, you know, like, throw up a grand at the go, table. And exactly. Walk away. Go do some, <laughs> go do some dickhead shit. Yeah. Um, Damn, that's awesome! What a great the, that guy hit the 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 jackpot. It was such a good character too, man. Like, I don't think anybody else could have pulled off the Million Dollar Man character for some reason. That was such a good character. Ultimate heel, ultimate heel. Yeah, it was good. Good stuff, I'm man. Just think guys like Steve Austin. Like, he didn't have to like change much to like always be Stone Cold Steve Austin when he would just be out. Because that's how he really is. He seems like a really nice guy. He is a nice guy, but like yeah. his, he has that he has that very much that badass attitude. Did you guys ever remember Punked? Yeah, the show Punked. Do you remember when they used to like get the wrestlers? Yeah. So they 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 punked like Steve Austin, and Steve Austin was like very like level headed. Like, hey guys, let's chill out here for a second. You know, like a very nice guy, like a decent person, and like showing his true colors. You know, like hey, he's a very nice person. Like, hey guys, let's chill out here. Like it was an accident. Blah blah. blah. Triple H, same thing. Like, they like accidentally like made it look like he ran like a, a door into some chick's face who was getting married that day, and like they made it so she's bleeding out her nose, and he's just like, "Holy crap!" Are you like, "Are you guys okay?" Like, you know all this stuff. And then did you see the rocks. Mm-mm. The Rock oh, tried yeah. fighting. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, tried fight because apparently the Rock in real life is a hothead, or at least back when he was younger. Um, but it's so funny because like the Rock has this gimmick, right? He's trying to be like the nice guy. And this is kind of like when he was trying to push towards a movie career. Yeah. So he's trying to smile ear to ear. You know, he's walking red carpets. He's trying to be the nice guy. And then all of a sudden, like, they put this punked out. And, and all of a sudden, you see, like, that real rock come out. Yeah. And you go, oh, shit. Like, Well, it's funny. I, I think I've said it on here before. But The Rock has one of the the most insane person smiles I've ever seen because he smiles without his eyes. 
So it's just that completely fake smile. <laughs> well, you and I had this conversation a couple weeks ago about what celebrities and yeah. like wrestlers are. Is there like the way they act like a gimmick? Right. Like, I think The Rocks is one hundred percent gimmick. Out of out of all the celebrities in the world, who do you think is probably the nicest celebrity? If you like met him in person, uh, I mean, I've met a Paul lot Rudd. Of people. I've never met Paul Rudd. Well, you never met Paul Rudd, but if you see Paul Rudd, the way he acts around people... Oh, he seems like a good dude. You'd seem like he's probably one of the nicer guys. It doesn't seem like it's an act. Now you go to, like, who was the one we talked about? There was an actor that we were, like... we th- I think that's... Fi- oh, like, the, Ellen. Ellen portrays oh, herself, yeah. but she's fake. It's been revealed Well, we said fake. The Rock. We, we believe you The Rock. You said The Rock. I, I, yeah, I think yeah, that. But I've never... I, you know, I've never really seen him... All I see him do is stuff, ni- nice stuff. Right. But... You know what's crazy? When, uh... I think it was the first time I did extra work. Uh, I think I did LA first, and then I came down to San Diego the next night for SmackDown. Right? Yeah, that was Monday night up at Staples Center, and then Tuesday SmackDown uh, at the Sports Arena in San Diego. And the Sports Arena is old, and you know it's pretty shitty, but still it's a Sports Arena. Uh, but the extra extra tent was just like this little draped off, you know, like makeshift little area, and the Rhino came in. To that, like to our little area. And by the way, this the room that we're in right now is way bigger than yeah. the, the tented off area that we had. And Rhino just comes in and is like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" And just like hanging out with us. Nice fucking dude. And like this is kind of like what you're saying. Like the character he portrayed was like this dude that's like you, he goes he goes forward and doesn't stop. Right? He's like juggernaut basically. Right? Kind of a badass looking dude. Walks into the extra. Hey guys, how you doing? What's going on? How's the, how's the scene? How's the wrestling scene? You guys got loops around here? Like what's going yeah, on? Yeah, Like nice guy, man. It was Clooney that I said was the real deal. Clooney was the other one. Because like, Clooney gave like twelve of his friends a million dollars. Went went had a went went to some secret company had a million dollars in cash for each of his best friends. Jesus, I don't had had to put like it that. in a in a secret like fake flower van. Drove the flower van himself to meet his friends in a warehouse that had to be protected. Like this is all cash. He had twelve million dollars in his flower van, and then like sat his friends down. Was like, hey, I wouldn't be here without you. Like made all this money. Like I want Damn. you to have this because it, it had to be off the books, so yeah. they couldn't get. You know who's the man on. like that? Like we've legitimately watched it growing up, Adam Sandler. Is he? Adam Sandler is He's the, very loyal to his friends. Is the, oh yeah, to his friends. Yeah, yeah. Adam okay. Sandler is the definition of if I'm eating, we're all eating. <clears throat> he puts him in all of his movies. He uh he 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 uh Happy what is it Happy Madison? Happy Gilmore production. Oh, the production company, yeah, Happy Madison. Does puts on all of their movies. Like he is the definition of like I'll take care of my friends. Cuz I mean, he's basically Made them all like very, right. very famous, and, and well, famous. even if it, if it, even if he didn't make them famous, he's at least making the money. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So. so, cool man. We want anything, do we? Do we want anything else? Or I'm good with that. We've been going for a while. Yeah, I'm good with that too. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, no shows. Mm-mm. Everything's been canceled. So wish we had something to plug, but we do not. At Hogsman Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Are we getting YouTube up soon? You said. Episode 50. Episode I, have to get, I have to get the login. 50. Uh, also, at Devin Sparks on Twitter, at American Kaiju on Instagram. What? Okay. Oh, That's uh, all we have for the yeah, show. Yeah, Twitter, at Mike Camden 82 and Instagram, Mike underscore Camden. Uh, yep, that's it, man. Ten Barrel Brewing, Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? What up? What else? That they can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other...
platforms and also steel cage radio yep dev what should they do should wear a mask and socially distance all right excellent also (laughs) like subscribe review uh please leave a review we haven't seen a review in a long time leave a comment leave a comment tell devin he's doing a good job at least me my i'm so fragile he needs the uh encouragement yep he'll never see it because he doesn't go on social media but i'm sure it's there yep (laughs) Um, I think that's about it, Dev. I can't think of anything else that we got to put over. I'm happy. Excellent. All right, guys. Dev, if they want the tip, what do they got to do? They got to take the whole hog. Adios.